This is the Maxing You Podcast. Maxing You Podcast. Where dating extraordinaire, fitness expert, and former Miss Marilyn talks all things self-growth and relationship elevation. She's got you covered on mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, relationships, and self-care. You got a girl that could finally do it all. You're one place to listen to for all the things that matter. Now, here's your host, Coach T. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Maxing You. I'm so excited today. I am interviewing our guest, Anna Cantwell, and she is a mindful living expert. And as you know, we are all about relationships for this series. And Anna has an amazing story where she talks about her journey of being very frustrated in dating to um, how she moved to her dream city and found her dream partner, who is now her fiance. So for lots of you who are feeling frustration around this topic, you should take a listen. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Maxing You. And as I told you, we are going to be talking with um, Anna today. And she happens to be a soul coach and a mindful living expert. As you guys know, relationships and Anna has some cool stuff to share about her story. So no better guess. So without further ado, here is Anna. How are you? Hi, love. Thank you so much for having me. And honestly, I am doing wonderful. It's been a very, uh, very exciting season of my life. A lot of big stuff has been happening lately, including getting engaged. And so I'm really excited. Thank you that we're going to talk about relationships because trust me, when you're with that person who is just your perfect match, it really just unlocks so much potential in every aspect of your life. It's one of the most beautiful things I think that we get to experience and we all deserve love. So it's so important to you know, just get the chance to discuss this. And for anyone out there right now who's feeling like, oh my God, it's COVID-19. How do I meet someone? You know, how can I work on my relationship skills and put more intention into this? Because that's a lot of what I focus on. You know, how do we have a conscious, loving relationship instead of maybe... I don't know if some one of us have had toxic relationships or codependent relationships, like definitely, uh, definitely guilty of both of those before. So I'm really happy to be here and chat about this. Well, we're happy to have you. So first of all, congratulations on your engagement. So that is in order. And then now let's just sort of dive into it. So tell me about your life as you know, as, as, as a single woman who was sort of like looking for love or like, tell us about that. Cause that's where a lot of people are who are listening. Yeah, absolutely. So I, a couple of years ago made a big change in my life. I was a high school English teacher. I was really getting into yoga at that time. I was, you know, getting a coach at that time and just making a big, big personal shift for myself. And it, it really represented for me a switch from kind of being the victim role in my life and being kind of in the passenger seat to really being empowered and in the driver's seat of my life. So that was a huge shift when I moved out to LA. And when I first moved there, I got this very strong message from the universe that said, don't you mess around with anyone right now. Don't go on any dates. I want you to stay single for a while. And I really needed this. I had been in, I had had several very toxic, you know, 
abusive relationships. And that had been, you know, that had been what I had known about men in relationships, I thought, and had a very concrete belief. Men suck. There's no good ones out there. Um, how will I ever find someone who who will really love me for who I am, who will take good care of my heart like it deserves to be, um, and really someone that brings out the best in me. I hadn't found that. I had, you know, and admittedly been an equal playing partner in toxic relationships, right? Because it's it definitely takes two to tango in that instance, right? And yeah. It started with a really powerful belief shift. So spending some time single, and I'm telling you, this was about, I mean, at least a year, I didn't get asked on any dates. No one even so much as looked in my direction. <laughs> and I started to think, okay, is this really, you know, is this for a reason? And it was for a very important reason. It let me really get some time just alone with my own heart. It allowed me to really get clear on the things that I require from a relationship, from a partnership, a true partnership. And that's what I had always wanted, but had never, I had never had. And I started to see much more clearly that I really had this limiting belief. And I know people listening to this, I know you feel me on this. If you're a single lady, you might be feeling like, where are all the good guys, right? I fully believed like men are trash, seriously. And that was a belief that I held. And here's the thing, when you have a subconscious belief like that, that belief is emanating into everything that you do and say. It's, and then you start looking for evidence and then you find evidence. Yeah, men aren't treating me well. How come they're not, you know, responding to me? How come they're, you know, with me one day and then ditching me the next, right? Yeah. And it was just wild for me to see, okay, if I really want things to change, the only thing that has to change is me, right? I'm not gonna be able to change the, the way that, you know, men in general act. I can change my beliefs though. So I started to really consciously lean into the belief that there are plenty of great men out there. There are plenty of, you know, spiritually connected, conscious, loving men who want long-term partnerships who are also looking just like we are, right? For that, that person to, to spend your life with, to create a life with. Yeah. And as I started to shift that belief, of course, as it goes, my reality started to change as well. And it was funny because it really started with, with friends. I started to meet some really amazing guys just as friends and hanging out with them and getting to spend time. And, you know, I really was, it was what I needed for kind of my nervous system and for anyone that's, that's coming off of or out of a toxic relationship, I applaud you because it takes a lot to even just say, I'm ready to fully move forward. I'm ready to cut all ties, you know, with that person and really take a step into something new. It's scary. I feel you all and I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I know like, here's the first thing. So everyone listening at this point knows I'm a matchmaker. That's been my background. And I've been talking with people about this for many years that it really comes down to, to them. Because we all got this story, like we've all ended up with people 
who are like, they're not great. They're narcissists. You know, they've got these issues. They have no time for me, all these things. And it's really hard, but people have to take a look inward and say, well, what about me as attracting these things? Because if that wasn't sort of in alignment with the vibe you were giving off, those people would not be interested in you. If you were like flying high to all these, you know, magical things that you want, then you'd be getting those magical people. So how did you sort of take responsibility? Because I know that's tough. How do you take responsibility for having sort of been around those? Totally. So there was kind of a few layers, you know, as a survivor of sexual trauma, there was a lot of just personal healing that I needed to do. And I know that so many of us, even if it's, you know, it doesn't feel like the most extreme thing that happened, even if there was just times when you felt really uncomfortable in sex or, you know, sexual interactions that, you know, that leaves a big imprint. So for me, it was really important to get into my body. You know, I was seeing a therapist. I I had therapists for years and years to just allow me to start to feel like, okay, I'm in charge of my body, right? I'm the person who gets to decide uh, who gets into my energy field and who does not get the time of day from me because some people don't get that, right? And, you know, they have to really earn earn that trust, especially when you feel like your trust has, has been broken. But for me, it's so funny. I had to see that the trust that I needed to restore was within myself. And it was really just a moment by moment decision. You know, one day you wake up and you have to decide, okay, I'm the only person that has to wake up in this body. I'm the only person that has to wake up and live every aspect of my life. So I'm really the only one that can be in charge of shifting that. And so, you know, when I work with my clients, that's so much of of what I do. It's not me healing someone or, or, you know, changing things for themselves. It's just me reflecting. You've got the power, boo. You have the power to make bold choices. And that's another thing to really make some steps. I felt like you know, listening to my intuition when I first got to LA was really important. I, you know, could have easily just done the swiping game all over Bumble, you know, gotten to go on some dates, maybe some not so good ones, maybe some okay ones, but really not the thing that I was ultimately looking for. And that was the other piece was really just bringing the big picture into play and admitting to myself, yeah, what I really want at this point in my life. Nothing wrong with with wanting, you know, whatever it is that you desire at any stage in your life. And at the stage that I was at, I really felt I'm ready for something long-term. I'm ready for my person. And it was so cool to see how after a while of, you know, being single, that it was just like one day a flip kind of switched in me. And I said, okay, I'm ready. I've had enough time with myself. I trust my energy. I trust my instincts in, you know, meeting a person and saying, I really don't get a good feeling from this person. I can kind of sense that maybe their intentions just aren't aligned with mine. And then also getting more comfortable. And this is so key. And I'm sure (laughs) you have to talk about this all the time is communicating your desires and your needs and really owning that these are the things that I desire. So there was a lot of journaling (laughs) involved. There was a lot of just imagining, okay, 
how could I imagine a partner in my life supporting me? How could I imagine a partner you know, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Someone that's okay with flexibility and working with my schedule and who values freedom. And that was another thing, looking for someone with common core values. And it's impossible to look for someone with common core values if you don't know your own core values, right? I love it. So that's the other thing, right? I find like, I find that a lot of people are sort of rolling into these relationships by seeming happenstance, they're sort of going with it. They don't love the guy, they don't love the girl, but they rolled into it and they met them and now they're going with it. Now they're in a relationship, but there's been no active decision, right? There's been no active decision about what it is they're looking for. They don't have a list. They know like, yeah, you know, they want someone who has a job, who's stable, who's these things. It's like, well, yeah, those are the foundational things. It's nice to have someone who has a job, but what about all the other stuff? And I think so often people, you know, they don't make the time for that list. And we actually have a, a Facebook group and one of our very active members mentioned today, I was like, you know, describe your ideal partner. And so she said, you know, I don't really even know what that is. I mean, I want us to have things in common. Well, what does that look like? Let's get super specific. So when you are swiping or you are getting DMs, then you know, like, does this person fit in that box or not? Yeah. Absolutely. And there's this, you know, there's this powerful place that I got to, and I, it's so funny what you described. I did that for sure. There was a moment when I started, I was getting clearer on what I wanted, but still at that point, I wasn't sure that I wanted a full on committed total partnership. So I had this kind of very casual relationship for almost a year. And at that time in my life, that worked for me. I felt like, okay, this is you know, we respect each other, we care about each other, we know that this is not going to be a forever thing, we're enjoying this, we're learning and growing from each other. To me, that was, it was, you know, healthy for the time that it was. And then we just kind of fell into it and said, okay, well, it's been about this time, so why don't we just, you know, make things official? Let's just call it what it is. And it, the relationship fell apart very quickly because there was not that conscious yes. It was like a, okay, right? And if, you know, if <laughs> that's not the energy that you want for your relationship, you don't want like a shrug, okay, you know? You want like a heck yes, like full on, full bodied, whole heart, mind, and soul yes to a person. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so, so then you, you were in LA, you started making these conscious choices and shifts. You were in this sort of casual relationship, fell apart. F fast forward me to your fairy tale because everyone's oh been dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> and it truly is to me, I can honestly say this. I'm like, this is just the love story, the Corona love story that we needed. It was, you know, not long after that relationship ended, you know, something, something happened. And I said, Whoa, I am way past this. I do not have time for this. This is not the energy of Anna moving forward. So let's continue on. Right, right. And I got, you know, I got clearer all of a sudden I felt like, okay, I have a really clear idea of my partner. I can see us. And I think this is the thing that people really miss out on, which is they're so focused on thinking of, okay, who is this person instead of how is our partnership, right? What is the vibration of our partnership? Is it 
playful, right? Do we help? Do we have, you know, those conversations that go for hours, right? How do we connect, right? What do we connect over in our daily lives? What do our daily lives even look like? And so I had a very clear vision of this. And I felt like, okay, my person is this person who I get to make music with. He's someone who brings out the best in me. You know, we have, we both have kind of a flexible lifestyle because that's really important to me, that, that level of freedom with just our time, right? And, and our energy. So it's so funny. I was kind of dating a couple of different people and, you know, had a few, had a few things here and there. And then I met this guy in my apartment complex who, I was, it's so funny. I was sitting at the lake. I was journaling on my ideal partner. I was thinking like, okay, we're traveling. We're going to Greece. We're right. We're doing all these things, just really getting in that space. And I was taking, you know, the intention was to take myself on a date. I thought, okay, you want to get taken on dates, go take yourself out on this date and enjoy this time. This guy running around the lake where I I was getting breakfast at this little cafe. There's a, you know, track around the lake. And I see this guy, we make really quick eye contact and he keeps going. And what I didn't know is that uh, a few days before for him, he had gotten some kind of, not necessarily like a psychic reading, but like a tarot card reading or something. And someone said, you're about to meet your person. So he is like primed and ready to go. And he's like, I think that's that, that girl from my apartment. So he said to himself, if she's still there, when I come back around, I'm going to stop and talk to her. And I was, so he came up and talked to me and immediately we just, we started diving really deep right away. And that was kind of how I knew. And it's so funny because he, for a moment, blanked out completely. He stopped talking. He was just staring at me. And I'm just like, so why are you running around the lake? And then we just get into this long conversation. And, you know, I'm going out with these other people. I'm not really thinking like, oh, this guy, this is my person. So flash forward a few weeks later, he's thinking, I just met my wife. This is, you know, the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, and we're going to be dating before you know it. And I'm just thinking, oh, I just met this really cool guy. You know, he's pretty cute. And we just become best friends. We are like inseparable. We start to jam together. We start to make music and, you know, we live in the same apartment complex. So he'll just come over and bring me coffee and a small split of smoothie. And we just start to have these conversations. We just start talking about all of this stuff that lights my soul up, you know, personal development and growth and becoming your best self and really, really connecting over this. But the hilarious thing is this goes on for like a year. Like uh, we're just growing in friendship and we're, you know, telling each other all of our past relationships and we're talking very openly and candidly about, you know, what we want in a person. And I'm just thinking, wow, Jake is just restoring my faith in men. And he's just, he's just such a great guy. Someone's going to make him really happy one day. And having this feeling and that all my friends are starting to say, Anna, open your eyes. Like, can't you see this? You know, this man is obviously in love with you. And I'm just like, no, no, we love each other. We say, I love you. You know, we have this great friendship, friends, right? And 
little did I know that all of this time, I'm just seeing that, okay, this is a person you can trust. That for me, I really needed, just because of my background, a good amount of time to just get to know him as a person. And, you know, flash forward to quarantine, he is a musician, so he had gone out to Ohio, where he's from, to record his album, and he had ended up getting stuck there in quarantine. So I'm like, you know, I really start to miss him. And, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm alone in my apartment for months at a time, as I'm sure many of us felt that experience. You're like, you know, you're thinking, how could I possibly meet someone? I'm going on like weird virtual hinge dates with people and just being like, what is this? Like, just not really vibing with it, deleting all that, like letting it go, knowing that that's not the right thing right now. And I just start to feel this feeling like you miss him more than your best friend. <laughs> you really are in love with this person. And I, it's so wild. And I don't know like what this has to do with it, but I had been reading some stuff about how birth control can affect your attraction to people. Okay. It's really wild. And I had actually just gotten, uh, before quarantine happened, my IUD removed. And I had stumbled upon this article that, you know, basically shows how so much of our attraction and how we feel about other people is totally based on our hormones. It's, it's, you know, it's hugely kind of biological and physiological. Just thought it was so funny. All of a sudden I wake up and realize that, you know, I'm in love with this man. So we keep talking like we, like we normally do FaceTiming all of this. And one day he just says to me, I want you to come visit me. Okay. So don't call me back until you send me the receipt for your plane ticket to Columbus, Ohio. And I want you to write a list of everything that you need to be here by the time that you get here and I'll get it for you. And I was just like, whoa, okay. I had not seen him step up in that way and be so bold. He had never made any kind of a move, never tried anything. It had been, it was so clear to me that he respected me on such a deep level that he would not do anything unless he knew I was a total yes. And I think he felt that energy shift. So honestly, once I got there, I was like, okay, all right, I see you. And I felt like, okay, I have no idea how he feels about me really you got to let it go. Either way, you're going to go spend a couple of weeks with your best friend and it's going to be fun. I love and it. The second I got there, it was very apparent that we were just both in love with each other and that this was, you know, this was the person that we had been manifesting, that we had been dreaming of the whole time. And within a matter of days, Oh my gosh, there was like this, this morning when we were staying with some friends of his and they brought us breakfast in bed and he's just flipping through his journal, showing me every time he wrote, had the best day with Anna today. I know she's my wife, right? But I got to be patient. I got to kind of hold out for this. And it's so cool to see that you know, the things that he wrote in this, this most intimate space that I can't imagine he thought I would ever see are things like Anna has the best laugh. 
right? Her smile is the thing, you know, that just lights up my whole day. We had the best conversation, right? And just getting to acknowledge, wow, you can have such a deep connection with someone. And it has nothing to do yet <laughs> with physical intimacy. And it was so, it was so much beyond that, right? It was so further than that. And then, you know, not too long after that, like I would say a week later, we go, I meet his mom. He says, let's go surprise your family. I'm from Nashville. So we drove down to Tennessee. We surprised my parents and it just becomes like Jake and Anna's love tour 2020. And <laughs> we're going to see relatives that, you know, he hasn't seen in years and they're just crying and saying, we're so happy for you both. And they have, you know, they don't know who I am at all. And it was just so it was the most magical time. And then you think like, okay, can, can things get better? Right. You just realize like, wow, okay, this is my person, you know, right away we were like, this is it. So when we got back, I said, you know, when are we, when are we moving in together? Right. When are we just getting this thing on the road? And we kind of talked about it and um, you know, maybe, you know, in the new year, right. Maybe at the end of your lease, and I just said, what about if we move to Joshua Tree in September, <laughs> which is this gorgeous space out in the desert. It's about two hours outside of LA for anyone that doesn't know. And it had been my dream to, to live there for a long time. And he just said, I'm game, let's do it. We found this amazing, amazing spot. And it's totally our dream home. So it's like, <laughs> it's so wild, it just, the fairy tale just continued and continued every day living together just felt like you know we wake up and the first thing we say to each other is today's the best day ever and that's just how we start our mornings that's who we both are is feeling that every single day can be the best day ever mm -hmm. and I was working on my album of music and he was you know hugely integral to that hugely crucial to just me opening up to my creativity and we were going to go record a music video in the national park on the day of my album release which was 11 11 and it, you know a very magical day so I'm thinking nothing of it I'm thinking oh we're getting dressed up for the music video where our friend Shelby she's an amazing videographer she's going to record this for us and we're going to play my song that's called let love win so we're singing it in the park. I'm just like, you know, basically serenading him and he's playing the guitar. And at the very end of our last take, he quick puts the guitar away. There were some people just happened to be walking on the trail, clapping for us. I'm turning to them and I look back and he's on his knee, just little box in hand, the most beautiful ring you've ever seen. And I <laughs> just like this, just doing this, like laughing, crying, so overwhelmed. And it was, it was just the most beautiful moment. Like the sun is shining in. We're just in this vast, gorgeous desert, this epic place, like doing what we love together. And it was, it was just that moment. It was a thousand times. Yes. Like, I can't wait to be with you for the rest of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm getting all, I'm just like re getting excited about it. <laughs> No, I, I, I love it because I feel like when your energy shifts to being excited about love, to being very open to the possibilities, 
to not being bogged down in your story of everything before that didn't work out. And you're willing to put in some self-work. Um, magical things always begin to happen. It's happened so many times in my life with any project that I'm working on or relationships, friendships, love, anything. And so I love that. And I'm so happy that you're on because you've also restored hope that 2020 didn't have to be a bad year. It didn't have to be bad for your dating life. The other thing that you restored hope in was that you don't have to only be online to find a person. And you mentioned something that I tell my clients all the time. You said you were outside at a local, near like a local, um, whether you said it was a coffee shop or restaurant, whatever. And then that's the kind of where he was. Yeah, get out to your local place. Like find out like what your vibe is, where you want to be living, where what excites you and go to those places and hang out there. And you never know who you're going to see and what magical things are going to happen. And as soon as you sort of shift your energy and are determined to make a change, to put in the work for you, and now you know who you want to look for, just wait. It will come, and it may be on an app, or it may be out somewhere, but there are no parameters around it. So I love it. I love it. I love this story. <laughs> it's, you know, for me, it's it's absolutely the fairy tale that I feel like, you know, we're kind of, um, you know, I don't even want to say that. It's, it's the fairy tale that I always dreamed of. Yeah. I always dreamed of someone who sees me as their equal, who truly sees me as their teammates, that we're, that we get to join this badass team together and that us together make everything that we do sweeter, everything that we do with more love. And now it's so cool because you know, he has his music stuff that he works on. I have, you know, my coaching practice and we still get to collaborate. We still get to make music together. And that is, oh my gosh, if there's any, you know, amazing dream that you're, you're wishing for creating something with your partner is just to me, the ultimate, it feels like the just most amazing thing. And that's, you know, that's what love really is right it's like making a life together or making a child together or you know maybe it's a business maybe it's a home maybe it's an album of music right maybe it's all all of those things and it's just the sweetest thing in the world to have someone who every day he asks me how can I support you how can I support what you're doing today I'm like oh forget all the other stuff like look for someone who is ready to really put in the time someone who knows how to communicate their needs like and that's something that you can see pretty early on usually not that it's not something you can't work work towards or work on but people show their communication styles and their level of comfortability with communication pretty quick right you know when you're getting to know someone so if someone is you know I always felt like I was in the coaching role in my relationships. I felt like I was always pulling someone along, trying to get them up to my speed, right? And then he's this person who, you know, every single day he brings me truer into my authentic self. And it's the greatest gift. It's really the greatest thing. But it didn't happen. You're so right. It didn't happen. If I hadn't made that initial mindset shift from seriously and believing, and you know, with good reason at the time, like men are awful because that was my experience that I had these bad relationships, but I didn't take ownership for 
you know, my self-love, my self-worth, setting my boundaries, you know, what I allowed into my life, what I, you know, you, you hear all the time, we accept the love we think we deserve, yeah. right? And I was the best example of that and still am, right? Because now I'm like, look at this amazing love because I know that I deserve it and he deserves it too. It's incredible. I love it. I love it. And you have, you know, you are exuding all the feelings, right? When you're describing your love with him, it's almost as if the way you're describing it, I can feel it. And what's really important is, you know, lots of people are saying, I don't know what's on my list. And you mentioned this point early on. Well, how do you want to feel? How do you want that relationship to feel? Um, you know, how do you want your communication to feel? How can they support you? What's that going to feel and look like? And I think so often people are just so bogged down and confused about like, what are the priorities? People are talking about, they want someone who's over six feet tall and you know, they want, it's like, but that has nothing to do with how you're going to feel. So, okay, you may get all that, but is that going to be everything? And yeah. Definitely not. And it's so funny because I'm pretty tall gal. I'm like five nine, you know? And that's one of those things that you know, when you're meeting people and in person and all that stuff, I get it, whatever you want to, you're a tall gal, you want a tall dude, I understand, you know, or, or however you feel. And when you're thinking about, you know, manifesting someone, when you're thinking about calling in what you desire, it's just not as powerful to focus on, they've got to be six feet tall as it is to think about the way that you're going to wake up each morning with that person next to you that's a powerful feeling. And, you know, to me, it gets to be exciting. Like you get to create this, you know? And it's just so funny that to me, this is in all kinds of realms of life, but we put these limitations on ourselves and on the universe. Like, how could I possibly meet someone at this time? To me, I'm like, if you were meant to meet someone, how could you not? How, what could you possibly do to avoid that? And I think the only thing is keeping your heart closed and, and putting that false limits that, well, I could never meet someone in these circumstances. And yeah. I've just seen that to be not true. I'm like, that's false. I experienced it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if you had to tell our audience one thing, just one thing that they could actionably implement that's going to change their dating life or lesson that you learned give it to us. Cause we always like to end this with something very actionable that people can put into practice right away. Yeah. So, okay. This is going to be like a two parter. <laughs> this is going to be like an A and B because they go together. Okay. So the first thing is write a list of your worth of everything that you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And that could be like, you know, maybe it's your amazing smile Maybe you have a really successful business. Maybe you have done a lot of work on your communication, right? It can be all, all realms of things. So don't limit it to, you know, what's in your bank account or don't limit it to your physical traits, but include all of those things, right? And make sure it gets to a full page because I don't know a single person who couldn't fill up a full page with their amazing, incredible worth as a human being. So once you have that one, then take a page and write out how your partnership will be on a day-to-day -day basis. Go through a day with the love of your life. 
and it could be, you know, it could be more of kind of a average day, right? On an average day, probably they're going to be doing some work. You're going to be doing some work. You're not always going to be, you know, in the Swiss Alps and you might get to be in the Swiss Alps a bunch and that could be play into it, right? But if you could imagine an ideal day with that person and all of the feelings that go with it and get specific and don't limit yourself. Those two pages, write them out, post them up on your wall, put them on your wall next to your bed, on your mirror, I don't care where. And any time before you open the app, before you go on a date, read through those. Love and it. that is like setting your bar just to, to the ultimate, right? It's letting you know that anything that's not up to that is just honestly not worth your time and it's not worth the other person's time either. So to me, this is like, it's really just calibrating your soul for that soulmate. Absolutely. Well, we are so happy that you joined us. And of course, we want to offer our congratulations. I know everyone is clapping and cheering from at home as they're watching this video and listening in their car. So thanks. Thank you so much. And congratulations. I look forward to chatting with you soon and getting another update. I know there's lots more to come. Oh, I know so much more. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been so fun. I always know the sign of a great podcast episode my mouth like hurts from smiling so much so just know like beautiful beings out there you deserve this it's here for you the love that you desire is here for you great well thank you we'll see you next time sounds great thanks thanks it was great having anna on the podcast i hope you found the information as motivating as i did uh, lots of tips that that should bring you full circle in your dating life and if you are someone who's trying to figure out what to do, I would really invite you to join our free masterclass. And we're talking all about dating, how you can be strategic with your time and optimize your results. And you can find the link to sign up for our free masterclass right below. I'd love to see you there and I'll see you next time. Bye. This was another episode of Maxing You. Keep up with Coach T off the podcast and follow our Instagram at maxing underscore you. Follow us. Want some more of Maxing You? Yeah, I'm lit. Yeah. Visit our site, maxingyou.com. <laughs>